Welcome to the Plant-Centered and Thriving Podcast. I'm your host, Ashley Kitchens. I'm a plant-based registered dietitian and virtual nutrition mentor. I was raised on an Angus cattle farm, grew up with a lot of GI issues, and used the power of plant-based eating to promote healing. Here you'll find inspiration, ideas, and encouragement for your own plant-based journey. I'm so thrilled you're here today. Let's get started. Welcome back to the podcast, everyone. I am so excited that you're here today, and I cannot wait for you to hear our guest speak on his journey, his plant-based journey. I've been following you, Jack, for a long time on social media. I think we met like years and years ago on Instagram. I think it had to be four years, maybe a little more. Yeah. 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 It's been a while, which has been cool because I feel like I've been able to follow Jack's journey and I, I wanted to have him on the podcast because I feel like you, you know, you listening to this will just be able to pick out pieces from his journey that will be relatable to your own journey. Um, so I'm excited to dive into those. So welcome Jack to the show. Thank you. I appreciate it. I'm excited to be on. Take us back to the beginning because I'm you know, fairly familiar with your journey and I know where you kind of where you're at now, but take us back to the beginning and kind of what sort of led you to go plant-based or be curious about going plant-based? I mean, my entire life, always overweight, unhealthy, didn't get the the healthy practices with food because we didn't know as much back then. So I don't, I definitely don't fault anyone, but just didn't know as much. And we didn't know that it would impact you later in life. And so I always did the, the dieting through high school, college, even after just the traditional cut this out, add this, cut this out. And it just never worked. It was always a yo-yo effect. Um, and then I just kind of took a look at some documentaries just on a whim on Netflix. Uh, yes. Uh, first one was Fat, Sick, and Nearly Dead, I, I think is the one. And it was all about juicing. And I said, like, wow, this guy lost a lot of weight. But I was like, I just don't know if I can juice it in the rest of my life. <laughs> and so I was curious because at that time, I had no idea what plant-based or vegan or anything was. So I'm like, hmm, this guy didn't eat any meat or dairy or anything. How? Mm-hmm. So I went down the rabbit hole. <laughs> I just looked up all these different documentaries and it intrigued me. And I said, you know what, if I want something different, I need to try something different. And and that's what really just took me down the path. So it it was a lot of research. It was a lot of trial and error. I actually failed on my first attempt because I leaned a lot on heavily processed stuff. Yep. And it it grossed me out. Yeah. (laughs) So so I really said, okay, what's behind this? What's the science behind it? What's the the underlying structure here, what am I really driving toward? And that's when, for me, it's like, I don't need to be vegan. I need to be plant-based. Mm-hmm. And I like what you said too, highlighting the fact that if I want something different, I need to try something different. Cause it sounds like a lot of what you were doing just wasn't quite working. Right. Yeah. It was just a struggle. Like, I mean, I would do well. Like at one point I lost 84 pounds in 2012 and I got down to 400 from 484 and I gained it all back because it was like, oh, okay, I'm, I'm doing this so I can start sprinkling things back in. And there's just a lot that goes into it. You don't realize what you do until it's too late and mm-hmm. kind of sabotaging yourself, really. Yeah, yeah. Health-wise, sort of what was going on with you, if you don't mind sharing sort of prior to even going plant-based, because I know that you started dieting at a young age. You started, you know, sort of this the whole yo-yo dieting. Uh, what, yeah, what was kind of going on with you physically? Yeah, so it was right before I ended up leaving Dayton, Ohio to go to North Carolina for a, a job uh, opportunity after I finished grad school. And I went for a physical. I said, let me follow up with my primary care doctor, just get everything checked before I move. 
and find a new doctor, make sure I'm all squared away. And got the routine blood work and I had high blood pressure. Like the cuff was just out of this world. Uh, I had high cholesterol. I was pre-diabetic. So they put me on three medicines <laughs> and oh, wow. I was like, wow, I'm, I think at that time I was what, 30, 30 or 31. I was like, oh really? my gosh. So that was rough. And then on my first trip back to Ohio to visit my parents after moving to Raleigh, my left hand was kind of tingling a lot on the ride up. And I was with my, uh, my girlfriend at the time and it just didn't feel right. And I was like, I, I freaked out because I'm like, left hand, heart, heart attack, what's going on? Yeah. And so that entire trip I spent in the hospital because they couldn't get my blood pressure down. Wow. And so at, at a really young age, like, I mean, 30, 31, that's really young to be diagnosed with high cholesterol, high blood pressure, and to be told that, Hey, you're approaching having type two diabetes as well. And you were put on medication almost immediately because it sounds like it was that bad. Your doctor was like, this is like your only choice. We got to get this taken care of now. Yeah. And I, you know, even after the, the trip to Ohio, I still didn't do right. It still took a year, year and a half for me to really grasp that, hey, I need to make some changes. And uh, it took my doctor down in Raleigh to increase my cholesterol medicine again, on top of what me getting put on it initially, for me to really understand that I'm killing myself. Mm, Wow. For you, you found that maybe there is a connection with what I'm putting into my body and how it's feeling. Um, For someone listening, what what helped you sort of make that connection? And then two, we'll kind of talk about, well, how did you even take those first steps? Because most of us didn't grow up around people who are plant-based or vegan or, you know, know what that looked like. So I'm curious kind of how that looked as well for you. So just from stuff I researched, and then as I started looking at those documentaries, I, you know, I found you, I found some other plant-based folks. And I said, let me start looking at what people are doing and how they're incorporating these things into their lifestyle. What do they eat? How do they function? And, and that's how I started. You know, I just started making some recipes here and there, started piecing things together. So I, I really started with Meatless Monday. I found that hashtag and I was like, oh, this is cool. Yes. Make a day out of it. Yeah. So I did Meatless Mondays for a while. And then I said, well, all right, so let me try and do a meal every day. And then I said, okay, let's make it two meals a day. And then I said, let's make it three meals. And then at that point, I was still being flexible on weekends and whatnot. And I said, okay, at some point I want to cut over and I made the cut over. I mean, it took some time, but it was just literally one meal one once a week that I made and it just, it just took off from there. Yeah. I love that. I think that highlights the fact that you don't have to go plant-based overnight, especially for you listening. Like if you're kind of curious to go plant-based or you feel this pull, it doesn't have to be this overnight transformation. Like you can do exactly what Jack did and sort of just take it one meal at a time, do a meatless Monday and kind of go from there. Don't, don't do a cold Turkey or as cold tofu. Yeah. You know, we'll just throw that little <laughs> joke in there. Cause I, I like that jokes. Right. So, <laughs> um, but, but don't do it. Just, I did it that way and I failed. And so mm-hmm. I had to take a step back and I had to transition myself. Yeah. Yeah. And throughout that, and this will be in the show notes as well. I know that you sort of like kind of refound a love for food, almost like your passion for cooking and creating. So maybe tell the person listening a little bit more about that and how there's kind of almost like a spark that came back in your life. Yeah. I mean, I didn't know how to, I was a typical guy, didn't know how to cook, relied on processed stuff, just little quick, easy things, eating out. And the traditional diet, you could hide behind covering things in sauces and cheeses and stuff like that. But plant-based, you can't hide from that type of thing. You have to season, you have to prepare, you get to curate all types of flavors. And it really made me fall in love with cooking. 
And so when I initially went, I asked my girlfriend at the time and my mom, I said, hey, give me some pointers with cooking. And from there, I just, I taught myself after that. And I never knew that I would be someone that loves cooking, can cook well, prepare dishes that people love. I, it just, it shocks me. Like I continue to shock myself. Yeah. And it, we'll put this in at the end and it's in the show notes, but uh, you'll have to follow Jack on Instagram because he highlights a lot of the food that he makes and it's just always so beautiful, so enticing. So definitely yeah, check that out because you definitely, you would not be someone that I would say, oh, you, you know, didn't know how to cook back in the day because you do a marvelous job now. Oh gosh, if you could have seen some of the old stuff I cooked, mm. <laughs> so sad. <laughs> That's amazing. Good. So with this plant-based journey, you know, and being on it for several years now, what kind of, you know, maybe successes have you found or what do you feel like has changed in your life? Yeah. So one, I mean, obviously weight loss, I started at 514 pounds and I'm down to, I was 294 this morning. So, I mean, I've almost lost 220 pounds. Yeah. Naturally. I mean, it takes time. So I didn't rush it. I'm trying to do it the right way. Uh, I don't take any medicine anymore. So no yeah. cholesterol, no blood pressure medicine, no pre-diabetes medicine. A lot of my blood levels are normalized. Uh, I go for my annual physical this year and I'll see where I'm at. Uh, there are some things that run in my family. So I'm just trying to combat that through, through eating healthy exercise because while it may be genetic, I think that you can beat a lot of things mm -hmm. just by proper nutrition. Yeah. Yeah. And yeah. you mentioned the exercise piece too. And I know that you highlight this as well on social media, but you also run and are fairly active as well. Like that's a big part of your lifestyle, not just the plant-based eating, but activity is a big part of it. Yeah. I mean, six to seven days a week doing something, either walking, jogging. I fell in love with cycling. Yes. Uh, I started weight training with a, a trainer. Um, just, I mean, I, I, you know, I, I talked about this with someone else and I said, I'm not an athlete. And he's like, dude, you're an athlete. He's like, you, you are active almost every day in the week consistently. Yeah. Yes. I'm like, well, I guess so. Yeah. <laughs> and two, how do you feel, you know, because you, you're exercising, you know, consistently, how do, how do you feel like your body feels with doing that more often? It feels stronger. I mean, I have my aches and pains. Everybody does. And I attribute some of that to the abuse that I put my body through my entire life of being overweight and carrying around the extra weight and not caring for it. So I try not to get too down when I have a sore knee consistently or something, you know, I had surgery on my knee in college, but I'm trying to do as much as possible to take that strain and pressure off of my body and strengthen it. But the amount of energy that I have, the things that I'm capable of doing that I would have never, ever dreamed of yeah. is, is insane. Yeah. Yeah. Back when you were 30, 31 years old, could you envision where you are now? No, no yes. way. Like, I had no idea I would be going out on a Saturday for a 20 mile bike ride on the trail. Like, right. Who would have thought? Yeah. Yeah. Oh, that's so amazing. And I love highlighting the successes. And I think kind of with this too, it's also important to highlight, which Jack, this is something I really appreciate about you is you're very vulnerable and transparent with your journey that it's not just all wins. There are some, some valleys that you walk through. There are some struggles. So anything now that you feel like maybe you're still kind of coming up against, or even anything that you came up in the beginning that you want to tell the listener. Yeah. I mean, I, like I said, I'm, I'm very, transparent it's not linear by any means I have struggles you know last year with COVID and everything I picked up some pounds you know and I I got on it toward the end of the year and was able to get back to a manageable point and then pick it back up this year and keep going uh last year I think it was one of my cholesterol numbers started to creep up and 
I fought myself because I was eating a lot of processed stuff. You know, I wasn't eating as much fruit, veggies, legumes, beans, all the good stuff. You know, I was eating more, here's some processed sausage and, and while well, that stuff's fine in moderation, you can't eat that six days a week for weeks and expect it to really impact you the way you want. So, yep. you know, I struggle, I fall off the wagon. I always tell myself, the biggest thing that I did this time that I didn't do in my entire life is I said, let me see what happens if I don't give up and if I keep going. Yeah. So I remember that and I pick it back up and I get going. Yeah. Yeah. That's beautiful. And part of it is like this sort of unwavering belief in yourself and this person that you're continuing to become, what kind of, you know, foods have you found to like really enjoy that maybe like before you started this journey, you were like, oh, no, no, no. Like I would not try that or eat that. But what are some things that maybe you enjoy now that you didn't enjoy prior to coming plant-based? So before it was all, like, I, I always loved French fries, but now I just love potatoes in any form. I can take some potatoes, season them, throw them in the air fryer and eat the entire bag. You yep. know, it's just, I, I don't need the oil. I don't need it coated. I don't need any of that. Uh, tofu I love tofu so much it is so versatile I love a good tofu scramble loaded with veggies it is one of my favorite foods That's um so I know right it is it's one of my favorites <laughs> too you can eat a whole pack and load it with veggies and it's like 400 calories and then you just got probably 30 grams of protein and tons of fiber yeah and you're satiated like you're like good to go yep, yep. I love lentils lentils are so versatile mm-hmm. lentil loaf vegan shepherd's pie, lentil burgers. I, I mean, just some of these things you can cook and have it different ways every day of the week. Yeah. And yeah. it will taste different every single time. Yep. So many good things. So, and I'm curious too. So for the person who is listening and is maybe where you were when you were 30, 31, maybe their doctor was pushing medications or their cholesterol's high, or they ha- had some sort of health scare. What do you feel like you wish you would have known sort of as you were transitioning, you know, what would sort of you tell yourself back then that maybe you wish you would have known? The first thing is, and I'm going to go with the physician level, like find yourself a DO doctor, not just someone that wants to push medicine, a DO doctor, someone that kind of wants to look at the underlying cause of things. They borderline between that and a naturopath, you know, naturopaths mm-hmm. aren't always covered by insurance, but they're actual, that's the ideal way to go if you can. Yeah. Uh, that's number one. Number two, just take it one day at a time. So write down how you feel throughout the day. Like, do you get sluggish? Are you tired? You wish you would have exercised, but you didn't. And, and figure out when you're going to bed, when you're getting up, because then you can find, well, if I go to bed a little bit earlier here, I can shift that and get up a little earlier. I mean, that's some of the, just the little things that I did to adjust myself because I didn't have enough energy to get up early in the morning. And now, mm-hmm. I'm up at five or six in the morning every every day, even on weekends sometimes, which is <laughs> stupid sometimes for me. Yes. But body's programmed to it. Mm-hmm. And then depending on how your diet is, again, start with one meal a week. Find something different to make every Monday. Do meet this Monday. Find a, the plant-based version of your favorites. They are out there. There is so much out there. Yes. There is not a shortage of recipes. Trust me. Ashley posts them all the time. There's tons of plant-based and, and vegan folks that post all types of healthy, delicious stuff. So yeah, 100%. If you had a childhood favorite, it is definitely up. There's a definitely a plant-based version of it out there somewhere. <laughs> sure. yeah. there is. And I mean, there's even like for those days when you just want something kind of junky, there's 
junk food that you can have too, just to keep you consistent. Yep. That stuff is fine in moderation. Like I am not one of those people that will tell you to demonize food. Um, although that is something I, I struggle with sometimes, you know, I'll eat something and I'm like, hmm. then you quickly just learn, get back on track. Yeah. Yep. Absolutely. And I think that's a great point too, is like, it doesn't have to be this all or nothing where you're eating 100%, you know, perfectly. Cause that's really not attainable as a human. And I think it's, per- it's really good to give yourself that flexibility. Um, otherwise you're sort of setting yourself up for failure in the beginning. Yeah. And if you're someone that loves to go out once a week or something, like a, if you have a partner, you want to have a date night, or you just like to go out, go out to a restaurant that has an option, have them make the vegan option or plant-based option for you and try it there and see how good it can be. Yeah. Then that really gets your, your taste buds. Like, wow, what can I make at home? Yep. That's a really good idea. I love that going out to a restaurant, maybe having someone else do it for you and just Mm -hmm. see how it goes. Yeah. I think that's great. And I think all those are really important, especially what you said at the beginning of, you know, if, if you're wanting to find a doctor who really advocates for using food in a way, maybe not just, um, using medicine first, but also kind of looking at the whole of what's going on with you physically. I think that's a really great recommendation for someone listening who maybe doesn't want to just go on medication right away or is on medication, maybe wants a different alternative. It's always good to search around and find a doctor who supports what you want to do as well. Um, and finding a DO or even a naturopath, if you can do that is a great recommendation. Yeah. I, I think it's hugely beneficial because I, you know, the second doctor I had when I was in Raleigh before I moved back up here, he was, he was like that. He was like, Hey, let's, let's look at the underlying cause of some of this stuff. Yeah. And then as I started throwing things, I mean, he would come in, I would come into the office and he would celebrate me. Like, Dude, you've dropped 50 more pounds. He's like, I'm going to tell all my patients about you. Oh. He's like, I mean, he would take pictures of me. And I was like, I don't care. Take them. Sure. sure. Whatever. Yeah. That probably meant so much to him too, to see you, to see you be so successful and to, cause yeah. he knew, I mean, he probably saw this version of you that you were becoming and it was, I'm sure it was so exciting for him to see that. Yeah. Yeah. So, I mean, just the doctor being excited for it and not just treating you like, okay, here's some medicine or here's this. Bye. Yeah. Yeah. Just every, every little thing that you do, find the support and the structure beneath you just to lift you up, uh, yeah. find, connect with like-minded people, start following some plant-based folks, uh, start following some vegan folks, start looking at the people that, that are in the lifestyle that you want to have that is beneficial. You can't gain the knowledge and the know-how following people that do the things opposite of what you want to do. Yeah. That's a, that's such a great point. And the same, like a lot of our family members or friends might not be plant-based or might not be sort of along that same journey. So it's so great to connect with other people on social media. That's a great way to use social media who are Mm like-minded or who are on that same journey that you're on to inspire you. Everybody on my Facebook, the amount of messages I've gotten, like, dude, you look so awesome. You're doing amazing. Like you're inspiring. Tell me how let's talk the amount of love, you know, I'll post an update and I'll get 400 likes. And I was like, these are people I haven't talked to since high school, college, maybe even before that. And they'll come out of the woodworks and show me support. And I, I get so overwhelmed with just like, wow, like people care, you know, and people love to see this type of thing. And, and if I can help someone, it, it shows them that it's possible. That was my biggest thing you know, what I thought was impossible is possible. Yeah. One step at a time though. Yep. Absolutely. And again, just to highlight you do it. So in a, in a way that's very attainable for other people, because you are so transparent about the ups and the downs, which I think makes it really helpful for people as they're following your journey. Well, thank you so much for being here, Jack. I really, really appreciate yeah. it. 
Thanks so, for having me on. I was, I was wondering, I was like, when is Ashley going to have a podcast? Yes. <laughs> <laughs> yep. It's happening. Um, so for anyone who does want to connect with you on social media or reach out to your cheer you on, or even just gain some inspiration from what you're doing, where are the best places that they can connect with you? Yeah. So I'm an open book. If you have questions, let me know. I'll help. I'll add any insight. I mean, I'm no expert. I'm no professional by any means. Uh, but Jack Attack 9182 on Instagram. And then Facebook, I use Facebook too. It's just my name, Jack Conyers. And then the suffix is the third. So Jack Conyers, I, 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 essentially. Awesome. Yep. And we'll put that in the show notes so you can connect with Jack really easily. So, all right, Jack, thank you again for being here. Really, really appreciate it. No problem. Thanks for having me on. All right. Bye. All right. Bye. Thank you so much for listening to the Plant Centered and Thriving Podcast. Throughout the month of May, I'm doing an eco-friendly goodie box giveaway valued at over $100. To enter to win, give this podcast a five-star rating and leave a review. The winner will be chosen in June. Until next time, keep thriving.